0: Welcome to this podcast, made possible by Vision Australia Radio. Visit varadio.org, subscribe on iTunes or your favourite podcast platform. Let's welcome to the program. Simone Casey is from the uh, organisation ACOS, who do a wonderful job in the area of advocacy. And uh, they've just uh, done a survey with some very interesting results. It's my really lovely to meet you and thank you for your time. Thank you for having me, Peter, and hello, everybody listening. Tell us about the survey. Uh, it's regarding uh, Job Active and uh, I think there's some changes underway. Uh, tell us a bit about the survey and uh, what came from it. Yeah, thanks, Peter. The survey uh, was called, was published as a report called Voices 2,
1: uh, and it was a survey of, of people who've been using the job active system um so we did the survey uh, late to 2021 and then sort of analyzed the results to write the report and the report basically reinforced findings that have been around for quite a while now that the job active system really was not working very well uh, that you know it was Far too inflexible that people using the system didn't really have any choice and control about what they were required to do. And I mean, there's a, there were a litany of issues of job active that have just come out in kind of research and um, policy reports over many years. So it really just reinforced findings from earlier reports and research. The interesting thing about it at this point in time is that it kind of set out a, a um, benchmark for us in terms of what's going to happen with the change to uh, the job active system, which is now um, transitioning into a new system called Workforce Australia. Mm-hmm. So what we kind of said in the report was, you know, these it's really important to see these findings now and see how much things change as this new model comes into place. The new model Workforce Australia started on 4th of July, but it was kind of, developed over quite a few years I think in fact there's been about a four-year review and reform process underway um, before it was kind of um, uh, revealed this week and uh, anyone who's been you know listening to the media would have had a fair bit of kind of um, discussion about aspects of that the new
0: Workforce Australia model. What does the, the model going forward look like because I note that uh, Tony Burke uh, has uh, sort of uh, Uh, left it open to to be um, or some more refinements to take place as well. So just in broad terms, Workforce Australia kind of changes Job
1: Active and I just want to reinforce the point right here that this is not Disability Employment Services or uh, some of the other employment service programs around that, like Parents Next. So it's just the Job Active system. And what it's doing is kind of redistributing resources that were provided to the Job Active system for People who are looking for work across the broad spectrum of like whether they would find a job easily or whether they found it more difficult, it was Job Active had resources provided across that spectrum. So now what they're doing is they're kind of dividing people up into two groups. So those who, who can find jobs more easily will now just use online employment services, and then the other people who um, who is kind of assessed as finding it difficult to find work will go into uh, a face-to-face service with the um, sort of providers who are like the new version of the job active providers. So they went through a process of selecting a bunch of different and new providers to be Workforce Australia providers. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of one big change. So this change from everybody having to go to a job active provider, it's now In the future, it'll probably be around 50-50 split between people who go into online versus face-to-face services. And so what that's meant to do is kind of redirect the resources that are available in employment services to actually provide very kind of customised support to people who need more help or want more help. So there will be kind of a way that people can opt out of digital employment services if they don't feel that they're right for them. So they can then go to a face-to-face provider. The other kind of really big change, I suppose, that everyone's trying to get their head around is this shift from having job search targets to the points-based activation system. And this is the issue that's probably been causing the most um, debate in the media. And what that does is sort of sets up a new framework for people reporting what they call mutual obligation requirements and mm. ticking off that they've met them. So it used to be in Job Active a default of around 20 job searches per month and ACOS and plenty of other people thought 20 is pretty high because it's actually proof of job applications that are the right fit for you of course. Um, and to, to now being able to report kind of that you've been looking for a job in different ways by counting points towards things that you might do, say, um, you know, attending a job expo or doing study or this kind of thing. So the points-based activation system was developed um, through this review process that I spoke about. And as it was being developed and and people like us at ACOS saw the points-based activation model, we were concerned that It wasn't, you know, it could potentially not be as flexible as as it was conceived to be by the review process um, and that it might create kind of like a higher level of kind of reporting requirements so that people would have to sort of tick more boxes to say they'd done more things every month Um, and we didn't want the system becoming more complex and onerous. And so we saw that there were some shortcomings in that model and along with many of other people, we sort of went out to the new government um, asking for changes, and then that resulted in the minister um, uh, and, and minister in consultation with this department. I think um, deciding to make some changes before Workforce Australia actually hit the ground on Monday this week or last week. It'll be when people hear this.
0: So with the um, with the online uh, way of approaching. Uh employment simona I guess the issue of accessibility would also come into play there. Yeah, it's a massive issue I think. Um
1: you know a range of concerns could be raised on that front just not just for, you know, people with say vision impairment but just for people in terms of their access to device, you know, their device we call it digital ubiquity which means like, you know, you might have access to internet one moment but you you might not have it the next because you might lose your phone or you might not be able to afford data. So having too much reliance on people doing things online can be an issue, especially for people on very low incomes. The other issue is actually the accessibility of those technological interfaces themselves and whether they uh, have been designed in such a way that they are accessible to people with disability. And I understand that there's been some work around um, disability design standards in in putting those uh, interfaces together. There's been some work, you know, making sure that the uh, technological processes, the digital applications actually uh, meet disability design standards. But I'm still very interested to see the extent to which they are accessible to people with different types of disability and particularly people with vision impairment.
0: If you have any experience with uh, the new Workforce Australia way of doing things, applying for jobs, et cetera, it's very much online. Simone is very passionate to hear about people who are having any accessibility or usability issues. You can contact Simone, Simone at acos.org.au, so S-I-M-O-N-E at A-C-O-S-S.org.au. We'll put those details up on our Facebook page. But to Simone, there was talk about the Job Active program and the survey, which didn't bring it up in very good light, and now the new program, which is mainly online, or a lot of it is online, half of it could be online. So if you have any access issues, simone at acos.org.au. As always, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash VARadio Network. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Visit varadio.org to find out more about our podcasts.